That's right, it's spooky season. Normally I would say that the leaves are changing and the nights are getting chilly, but it was 85 degrees here today, so I don't know what all that's about. But nonetheless, it is spooky season. So welcome to another spooky and strange episode of Until Dawn. Unfortunately, tonight I'll be flying solo. Unfortunately, Felicia's sick and I'm doing my best to fight it off. So this episode's gonna be a little bit different just because I'm flying so low. And the original episode that we did have planned is kind of a big one on a very familiar location, so stay tuned for that. And I know Felicia has some great stuff planned for that episode, so you don't want to miss it. Alright, so we got a message from Shaggy from the Perspective podcast about our last episode on Haunted Disney. And it says, My parents took us me and my brother to Disneyland in California when I was 12 or 13. That was many moons ago and before I was interested in the paranormal things. I did write all the rides you mentioned, but unfortunately have no ghost stories to report. After hearing your podcast, though, I'd love to go back for a full-on investigation. If you go back to Disneyland for a full-on investigation, you definitely need to message us because we need to link up and do that together. And as we mentioned last week, Unfortunately, the only haunting that we had going on was at the Haunted Mansion. And we also got our first phone call on the Until Dawn line. And yes, I really do call it the Until Dawn line. Because I can. And I'm going to play that for you right now. Hello, this is Jason Kupsik from the Ectoplasm Show. Am I the first one to leave a message? I hope so. If not, you could still say I'm the first one if you want. Um, anyways, so I just wanted to call and say keep up the great work on the show. I'm really enjoying listening to it. And talked to Koi today, actually, and set up to have you guys on our The Ectoplasm Show next week. So I'm looking forward to that. And I will talk to you guys Monday night. So if you guys want to be like Jason and have your message played on the podcast, just give us a call at 913-703-DAWN. And if you guys have been listening to the Ectoplasm Show, you know that they've been giving everybody a hard time about not calling in. So I figured that we could fix that right now and give them a call. And if you want to give them a call on your own, the number is 913-730-DAWN. 7255. Alright, so here we go. Let me put it on speaker. Hello, please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Until Dawn Podcast. Hey, Jason and Josh, it's Koi from Until Dawn. Unfortunately, Felicia can't make it. She's sick right now, but we're, we wanted to uh, give you guys a call, tell you guys what a great job you're doing, keep it up, and we hope to be hearing from you soon. Talk to you later.
Oh yeah. Also, we decided to call you while we're recording, so this will be in our episode. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. So now they can't complain about anyone not calling. And if you guys haven't listened to that show and you're really interested in paranormal news and events that are happening, give those guys a listen. It's a great show. Super funny. You can find it pretty much anywhere. Just search the ectoplasm show. All right. So like I said at the top of the show, this episode is going to be a little bit different than our regular shows. And we'll just pretty much be paranormal news. Because it is important to stay informed during spooky season. So let's take a quick break and dive into this extra large bowl of spooky scoops. You heard of this uh, big cat that's supposed to be around? <laughs> of course. Some say it's a puma, others a giant ape, and still others say it's the sucara. A sucara? It's a new kind of animal to me. That's a famous jungle demon. It tears living animals to shreds with its claws and then feeds upon them. Has been known to attack humans also. Hasn't so far, I hope. No. But I'm sure it will. Alright, so this first story that I have comes from unexplainedmysteries.com and is titled Poltergeist Caught on Camera in Ireland. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet or not, but the story goes... Eerie footage has emerged showing a series of allegedly paranormal disturbances at a school in Cork, which I'm assuming is a town in Ireland. Uh, Hopefully, maybe some of our Irish listeners can uh, let us know. But the recording, which was uploaded on YouTube channel of Deer Park, CBS, shows just under two minutes of footage captured in the early hour mornings by a CCTV security camera. At first, nothing happens. However, around 16 seconds into the clip, a door in the corridor to the right suddenly slams shut with a loud bang, seemingly without any human intervention. Around 33 seconds into the clip, one locker unit begins to rock back and forth on its own. Followed by a separate locker on an adjoining unit which flies open suddenly, spreading the papers everywhere. The activity ends with a wet floor sign falling over by itself at around 1.22 on the video. Alright, so I'm watching the video right now as I'm talking to you guys. And yeah, at first, nothing really seems seems to happen. And like I said, the door suddenly pulls open. Which, granted, I mean, the door opens out. It doesn't open in. So that could have been done by someone else. Not saying that it it was. But there is always that, you know, that speculation. And then approximately 10 seconds later, one of the locker units does start moving. Now, this is where I do defer from the story itself because in the story it says that the locker is in front of the window but in all actuality there is a large gap on that locker unit with the locker unit next to it where the lockers kind of make an L shape and so you you would not be able to get into that other locker if the lockers 
were connected and that locker unit was in front of the window. Then of course, one of the lockers does suddenly open and then papers fall out. And then the story itself does not quite really go into what really happens because it says that the wet floor sign falls over but it, in the video it looks more like the wet floor sign was thrown up in the air almost as always though I'll have links and everything in the show notes go check this out let me know what you guys think do you think it was hoax do you think it was real I mean it certainly looks like stereotypical poltergeist activity if there is such a thing so my next story comes from Coast to Coast AM and is titled Ghost Girl Photographed at Stanley Hotel. A family visiting the infamous Honda Hotel in Colorado suspect that they have photographed the ghost of a little girl standing atop of a staircase. The eerie image was taken during a spirit tour at the legendary Stanley Hotel which served as the inspiration for Stephen King's legendary book, The Shining. According to John Mosling, he and his family were stunned when they later looked at the photos from the gathering and spotted what appears to be an apparition in one of the images. The chilling anomaly looks like a young girl, which further intrigued the family because there were no children amongst the small group taking part in the tour. Strangely enough, the spot where the potential ghost was seen in the image happens to be the same location that another possible spirit allegedly photographed last year. Now, I did look at the picture that they are referenced from last year, and there's definitely something standing there. I can't necessarily say that it's paranormal or it's not paranormal just because I didn't actually see the picture. The picture that was taken this year definitely is more clear than the one that was taken last year and is really interesting. It certainly looks like the apparition of a girl wearing a white dress with white shoes. But like I said, without seeing the original, you know, you can do so much nowadays with Photoshop and stuff. But I really hope I hope it is legitimate. I hope, you know. That's great that that family was able to get a picture like that. I hope I can get some pictures like that. What I'd love is to have some more ma- background on the story. Not so much the story of the picture, but has anybody ha- had any contact with a young female apparition? Is this something that people that work at the hotel see on a normal basis? Or is this a one-time unique experience? You know, stuff like that would add a lot more legitimacy to the picture. But like always, I'll leave a link to it. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Now this next story, I actually found out about from the Ectoplasm show when I was listening to them. And that was around early September when David Mead said that the world was going to end on September 23rd. Well, you know, it's now October 9th and we're still kicking. 
So this story comes from Disclose.tv, titled Apocalypse Begins Next Week, According to Doomsday Theorist. Sorry for the late notice, guys. So David Mead is back, which that in itself is kind of impressive. I mean, you can get away with miscalling a lot of things like Miss Universe, but saying that the world is going to end and then being wrong. But he got right back up, dusted himself off, and got right back on the horse. And now claims that the world is going to end next week. Now Meade has said that the end of the world is going to happen from October 15th onwards. That's convenient. But there is no need to panic, as there will be seven years of hell before everyone dies, according to Meade. He has said that the end of the world is going to start with tsunamis, hurricanes, earthquakes, and a nuclear war. And all this is going to continue for seven years before the end of the world finally comes. What's good the, that he gave a you know large seven-year window this time? You know that that really helps to give yourself that grace period. Not to mention the fact that you know he used the facts that it's going to start with tsunamis and hurricanes and earthquakes, which we've already had and happen every year. Initially, of course, Meade said that Planet X would hit Earth and that would cause the end of the world. But he hasn't completely given up on that. He says that the earthquake in Mexico and Hurricane Irma all happened because of Planet X. NASA has said that claims of Meade are not true as Planet X does not exist and so there's never going to be a collision that would bring about the end of the world. Nick Pope of the Ministry of Defense UFO desk has also agreed with NASA and he said that if a mysterious planet were going to hit Earth then the people would have heard about it and seen it long before it happened. Of course NASA also says that we landed on the moon and we all know that's not true. Just kidding. I absolutely believe that we went to the moon. Maybe. See I can get away with saying crazy off the wall things this time because Felicia's not here and she doesn't always listen to the episodes but then again too she'll probably listen to this one and I'll hear about it for sure so if my last story wasn't crazy enough for you then I've definitely got you covered with this one and this comes from Mysterious Universe it says strange ad shows UFO squirting milk into the mouths of children yeah, go ahead and uh, take that in for a second so this new ad from a Japanese milk company shows a UFO with a cow paint job hovering over a field filled with children holding glasses. As it raises them skyward, the UFO bottom opens up to reveal a giant cow nipple that squirts m milk into the glasses of the delighted children. So of course I watched the video and yeah, they pretty much describe it to a T and it is absolutely just as weird as it sounded in the description. So what do you do when you have a completely batshit crazy milk advertisement? Well, you double down, of course, and make another one. So the second one kind of works like a prequel to the first one and shows everyone where the milk comes from. Now, this could have possibly come in response to the first video because... 
it kind of left you wondering, was it space cows that were coming and bringing milk to the kids with their giant spaceship nipples? No, that's not the case at all. I guess the UFOs were painted like cows for camouflage because the second video shows them flying over a herd of cattle and sucking the milk out of them with their milk-sucking tractor beams. Maybe that's why there's cattle mutilations tied to UFO spottings. Maybe they were just perfecting their milk-sucking tractor beams and, you know, trial and error process, some cows got killed and all this is just too crazy. If you guys don't go and look at anything I put in the show notes, go and click on the links for this and go watch these videos. I mean, people sat in a room and thought this up. Someone didn't just, you know, slap these on Japanese television like, oh, we're going to make some milk ads. Like, someone put a lot of time and thought into this and thought it was a good idea. But then again, you know, here I am sitting here watching it and telling you guys, you guys need to go watch it. So maybe it is working. Although it's really not making me want to go drink milk because I keep seeing flashes of the giant spaceship nipple. Well, in some somber news, everyone can go ahead and cancel Christmas because Santa's grave has been found in Turkey. This comes to us from coast to coast. Researchers in Turkey believe that they may have discovered the untouched tomb of St. Nicholas, the historic figure who inspired the legend of Santa Claus. The incredible find was made at a church which bears the saint's name in a Turkish town thought to be the birthplace of the man who went on to inadvertently become the iconic face of Christmas. While performing a digital survey of the basement of the church, they were stunned to spot what appears to be evidence of an undisturbed tomb beneath the floor. Turkish officials are now hoping to confirm their suspicions, but note that it was covered by an elaborate mosaic, which will have to be carefully removed before the archaeologists can gain access to the site. That said, they are confident that such maneuver could be pulled off and are looking to enlist the help of various experts who can make this happen. So if you disturb the tomb of Santa, does that automatically put you on the naughty list? Or maybe that's where Santa Claus buried Krampus after he killed him and built a tomb on top of it. Which is a valid idea until reach the tomb and prove me 100% wrong. But you never know. Alright, well, I suppose that does it since I've ruined milk and Christmas. Alright, so as always, you can find us on Facebook at Until Dawn Podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Until Dawn Podcast, or you can just email us at Until Dawn Podcast at gmail.com. Get on there, let Felicia know how awful the show is without her, because it's true. You know, I'm just grasping at straws here. You know, talking about stuff like giant alien spaceship nipples. But you can also give us a call, tell us how ridiculous that is, at 913-703-DAWN. Leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the show, just like Jason's. Or you can just send us a text message. Also, 
I do ask that you go and rate and review us on iTunes. You know, it'd be greatly appreciated. It really helps get the show out there, make it easier for other people to find it. And if you're looking for some more podcasts to listen to during the spooky season, go check out History Goes Bump, The Ectoplasm Show, Hillbilly Horror Stories, American Hauntings Podcast, The Perspective Podcast. There's just there's more than I could list here. Just get out there, search for them. You're definitely going to find something you'll enjoy. So, until next time, I'm Coy, and this has been Until Dawn.